This is the Comstock Report Podcast. We are strong advocates for the American family farm and your top source for the agriculture markets. And now, here's your host, David Cruz. David Cruz with the Comstock Report. On the grains, even with chances for at least some rain spreading northward into the central corn belt in the 11 to 15 day outlook, strong basis and shriveling Brazilian corn crop prospects propelled corn to strong gains. We've even seen reports of corn being plowed under in worst hit areas in Brazil and reseeded to wheat. Once again, new crop corn scored the biggest gains as the updated U.S. Drought Monitor shows that drought conditions have continued to spread eastward in the past week. Looking at yesterday's new map from the Climate Prediction Center and comparing it to the map from the previous week, it shows areas abnormally dry have expanded across nearly all of Iowa and crept north of Iowa into southern Minnesota. Further, prior areas already abnormally dry have now intensified the moderate drought in the northeast quadrant of Iowa, the southern third of Wisconsin, and northeast Illinois. As for Central Plains wheat, now the entire lower third of Kansas and northern tier of counties in Oklahoma are abnormally dry. Last week's rains did abate dry conditions in Texas somewhat. And welcome rains in southern Indiana and Ohio last week shrank the abnormally dry zones there. USDA will plug in their first 2021-22 crop balance sheet. They'll have to plug in woefully tight beginning stocks and stuck using planted acreage indicated by the March 31st protective plantings report. Further, they dare not put anything more than a trendline yield assumption, and even that is in serious question given the drought discussion. We can't wait to see the pre-report trade estimates for the ending stocks early next week. We sold an increment of cash soybeans today above $16 a bushel. That brings us to two-thirds sold on our old crop, leaving a third of the 2020 soybean production still in the bin. We will wait till summer for additional sales. We still have a third of our 2020 corn crop in the bin as well. Spreading has been a major feature of the last week with the ash in particularly notable because it is the deferred new crop futures that were leading the nearby contract higher in a flip of the recent trend. Since the start of the grain rally last fall, futures prices have been rising more sharply on the front end of the curve closest to the spot price trading in the physical market. The spread action benefited the bull spreaders who simultaneously buy the nearby futures and sell the deferred months. Bear spreaders took control this week and helped the deferred months toward bigger gains than the nearby. The fundamentals driving new crop were the deterioration of the crop condition in Brazil as well as the cool and dry start to the growing season here in the Corn Belt. Until recently, spreads have reflected the idea that old crop stocks are extremely tight but also were set to be relieved eventually by the next harvest. Now expectations are changing to suggest that old crop demand can be rationed so that some consumption is delayed until stocks are replenished, but at the same time there's worry about rising dependency on the U.S. new crop. China is a buyer that has recently signaled his intention to ration current corn supplies by rolling some old purchases and making new ones for delivery in the fall. A couple of cargoes of U.S. corn scheduled for summer delivery were canceled early this week before a massive new crop corn purchase of 1.36 million metric tons was made by China on Friday. There has been some concern that Chinese corn demand is weakened by the substitution of feed wheat and a shifting reliance back to South America, but strong price and consumption measures in China suggest that corn demand is still accelerating. 
It may be that Chinese buyers are aware of U.S. logistical limits and also want to take advantage of the price discounts in the new crop. Traders are also adjusting spread positions in anticipation of next week's crop report. The May World Agricultural Supply and Demand Estimates report will include possible revisions to old crop demand and carry out along with the first look at the balance sheets for the 2021 marketing year. Expectations are for old crop supplies to shrink further, while the new crops alliance on March acres and trend yield should show that there is not much room for a production shortfall this season. We will continue to watch the spreads, knowing that they will single the tone of the cash market and help determine the direction of futures prices. The recent reversal of the bull spread may only be temporary as market participants adjust positions in response to May futures expiring and to fresh new crop data coming. Price action remains bullish and crop sales are not likely to be recommended until sustained bear spreading is accompanied by falling futures. With bases still strong and futures trending up, it is thought that the nearby contracts are currently setting targets for the deferred months to reach. You've been listening to the Comstock Report. For more information on marketing opportunities, contact us at Comstock.com or call 712-227-1110. For a more complete version of the Comstock Report with hedging strategies and trade recommendations, subscribe on our website at Comstock.com or reach out to one of our risk management specialists about how we can help you protect your profits. 